Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right here on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and wow, uh, we we do still have a banking mess. Everybody thinks it's cleaned up, and we're good to go. Janet Yellen, in fact, we'll play a clip from her in just a minute. I think they've done everything, and we're in good shape. Yes, Joe Biden is the president of the united states and he bailed out the millionaires and billionaires from the had their deposits in the silicon valley bank we talked about that some last week and guess what (laughs) those billionaires and millionaires are smiling because they got all their deposits back not just the two hundred fifty thousand dollars that was insured so joe biden (laughs) he He got his arm twisted by billionaires, and he, for all his big brass talk, he made sure the billionaires got their money because somebody supplies the Democratic Party with (laughs) campaign funds. Now, like I said last week, it would be nice to know who those depositors are, how many people republican or democrat how many politicians got campaign money from them and how much it would be nice to know but that's private knowledge like hunter biden you will not find out if you talk to the government if we don't have transparency in this executive branch it doesn't look like it but let's go back let's talk about uh the banking crisis is it a crisis yet? We've had some banks to fail. <clears throat> number two, number three, largest banks ever failed within a week of each other here in the United States. So, yeah, it is concerning. And there's some things about it that gets very complex. I'm going to give you a simple, and I can tell you that a simple overview is very simple, but to help you understand what really is going on and what kind of environment or, or, or do you need to be seriously concerned or uh, will we have a recession a deep recession or we will have a soft landing like uh, uh, Jay Powell likes to talk about well don't go away if you don't like numbers I'm going to give you a almost like a baseball analogy to understand what's going on first base second base third base home plate uh We'll talk about that in just a minute. First, last week, what happened? Well, supposedly Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump, former president of the United States, was going to get uh, indicted. And they were going to fingerprint him, process him. And, and the Secret Service supposed to be being talked about with uh, New York uh, City uh, police and law enforcement. 
but it didn't happen. Now, when you hear this recording, maybe something happened very quickly, uh, but it seems like the prosecutor there in New York had a case that was falling apart. He really never had a case. It was all built on the uh, incredibly the Federal Elections Commission and, and campaign finance says if you've got any personal debt, anything to do with, you do not mix campaign funds. And this whole prosecutor is saying that Trump should have used campaign funds to pay off a private uh, a private means of uh, paying off the uh, porn star Stormy Daniels. And really what he wants to do, like Democrats always do, is use public money to push a political narrative just like they did with the J6 uh, trials, moved it to prime time, used all this government money to help win some seats in the midterm election, it looks like. And and now they get video and say, oh, somebody cherry-picked that video for the January 6th. And, and then we talked about Benny Thompson, the chairman of the J6 committee, Last year said, "Oh, we never watched any of the video. They just depended on somebody. What was it? Uh, like the ABC former ABC uh, person that pushed it in the the prime time because he wanted to make it a prime time presentation. Well, we 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 could go on and on about that, but just to know that as as of the time I'm recording the show for this week, President Donald J. Trump has not been indicted." He should never be from what the charges they're trying to bring up. Everything running against it, everything about statute of limitations. Uh, you, you're saying you got to change the federal campaign laws and that it'll affect every politician across America for every federal race. If, if you turn everything upside down and say Trump did wrong by using personal money instead of campaign for money, then that changes everything in campaign finance laws. And does the Federal Elections Commission really want to do that and follow through with that? Well, this one prosecutor in New York, nothing to brag about, <laughs> but his name is Bragg, and uh, I think he it looks like he's a political 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 prosecutor uh, he's he's let all kind of crimes go on uh he's moved felonies to misdemeanors he's let people go he, he doesn't have a good success rate in even prosecuting the criminals that go to trial and then he wants to move a misdemeanor up to a felony level oh man oh man it it is it is politics at its worst, and hopefully America, even Democrats should say, we don't need this politicalization of our legal system, and it's all coming from uh, these uh, woke, crazy, Democratic, Soros-funded politicians that run for office and get a lot of money from Soros and uh, do his bidding, seems like. Okay, we could talk all all day long, long on that, but uh, welcome to the show. <laughs> Again, you got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, and I'm going to tell you, this is this week, whenever you listen to this show, last week of March, I've talked about uh, my new novel. It's called Hatchie, Keeper of the Secret by 
Ed Doc Holiday. And if you're in the Tupelo area, we record our show in Tupelo, Mississippi, home of Elvis. That's where Elvis Presley was born, the birthplace of Elvis. But if you're in the area on Thursday, on, on Thursday, March 30th, Reed's Bookstore, downtown Tupelo, historic downtown Tupelo, historic one reason because you can go over to the hardware store where Elvis bought his first guitar. The hardware store is still there, and they have great products, Tupelo Hardware, right, right across from Reed's. And uh, in the bookstore, I'll be signing the book, Hatchie, Keeper of the Secret. So if you're around or nearby, you want to drive up to Tupelo, come by. We'll be there at noon. Like I say, uh, high noon, Doc Holiday, Reed's Bookstore, Thursday, March 30th. Be there, get your book, and I'll sign it for you. Uh, if you can't come, and we know we got listeners around the country and even around the world, so you can go to hatchybooks.com, H-A-T-C-H-I-E-B-O-O-K-S, hatchybooks.com. You can order it there. We ship within the United States. If you're outside of the United States, and we know we have some listeners there, thank you for listening to us. And the ebook will be coming hopefully soon. And on that ebook, anybody in the world can order it, but it's not ready quite yet. But uh, go check out. Uh, either be there uh, in Tupelo, in the vicinity around there, be there at a Reed's bookstore downtown, easy to find, a Thursday, March 30th, high noon with Doc Holiday. Okay, now. Let's talk about what this banking crisis means. We talked about it last week. We played, I think, uh, U.S. Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana did a good job on the floor of the Senate trying to explain some of the uh, complexity and, and what the Biden administration is saying and what, and what really is happening. But I'm going to make it a little simple. Uh, i make it simpler. It's very complex, yes. But let me, uh, it won't be like baseball, but we'll say one, two, three, ABC. Maybe that's a Michael Jackson song from days gone very, very past. Most of you weren't alive when that song came out probably. But let's go. This is why we're having a banking crisis. Let's go back and see. We had a national crisis with covid was it handled correctly by Dr. Fawcett? And should we shut everything down? Did everybody need a vaccine? Was it a miracle vaccine? Or everybody forced to take it? We're not going to get any all that controversy. But we know one thing, and one thing for sure. A lot, a lot of money was uh, printed or made up by the government. Trillions of dollars. Trillions and when Donald Trump was president, he helped um, set up the PPP loans where people wouldn't lose their jobs. They could get paid even though they were told you can't work. And I remember myself being a dentist, being told you cannot do anything unless it's an absolute emergency. And if you're doing regular dentistry, we'll pull your license. We'll take your license away. 
and under the threat of that, uh, didn't have a, basically didn't have a job. But I had, we had payroll, the dental office had payroll, and so the PPP loans helped out. They helped America, kept the economy from crashing. But they, they didn't have enough stringent strings on that because a lot of people abused them. But we will go back. Even people outside the country sending in fake companies and got, we lost billions and billions of dollars to fraud. But what America did do, did do is print a lot of money. Had to get some bonds. Uh, you know, the Federal Reserve can pump money in there, but the government, uh, they they have to have some bonds. So uh, it it was a big hunk, trillions of dollars. Then Joe Biden came in office, but he couldn't let everybody think, oh, Trump gave trillions. So the Democrats had the House, Senate, Joe Biden, president, and and he made. They, they made laws that made people where you don't have to work. You get paid. More trillions of dollars pumped in. But what was going on, of course, the interest rates were about zero. And bonds, you could get bonds. I mean, you couldn't get more half. You couldn't get hardly any interest, you know, with a regular citizen. But banks were told, basically, hey, we got to get somebody to buy these government bonds. Uh, I know it's not by a percent, a percent and a half, but you can borrow money at zero percent. Just, but please buy some of these bonds because the government needed to have somebody buying the bonds, and and and, and low low percentage bonds. But said, look, you can still make some money off that, and so the Federal Reserve, our government, they beg banks to go out and buy some of these low low interest bonds and still make a little bit of money. And some banks said, hey, we can stack up on this. You know, it's not a lot of money, but we can buy a whole bunch. <laughs> and then, uh, and that's sort of what's got Silicon Valley. And it's like, you you know, come on, you can get a single, get the first base, you won't make a lot of money. But some of these banks were getting a little greedy, and they said, well, you know, the, the interest rate's free. Let's just, it's zero. Let's just borrow a lot. Let's let's get a lot of these bonds, and we'll get a whole lot. We'll be able to make more money in just a little bit. And it worked good. That's what the government wanted, to buy the bonds. They had to pay for the the, the debt. And... <laughs> And, and so we went deeper in debt, and Biden, and the, the thing that happened under what Trump did, probably our government, our system, our economy could have sustained that and kept them going. The economy's going good, but what happened when Biden, the Democrats got in charge, they pumped in more money. They had to, that's when they had to beg banks to, um, to buy these bonds and and. But the bank regulators, were they told to turn it the other way? I don't know. But some of these banks, it's like uh, you say, hey, everybody gets them a piece of strawberry cake. Get you a piece of strawberry cake. But some banks wanted to eat the whole cake. And boy, did they get sick a couple years later. Here we are. And But that's like getting on first base. But some of these banks want to get a they wanted a double or a triple. They didn't want just a single. They wanted to try to get a home run, maybe a grand slam home run. And that's why I said it's like they ate the whole cake instead of a little slice. And they 
turned green and and basically had to puke it out and they <laughs> that's not a good image but that's what happened they went they went under just a couple you know weeks ago but going back let's take a time out when the when the federal reserve and others were encouraging these banks to buy bonds they had to sell these low interest bonds why well you know bernanke i mean not bernanke but jay powell was he was up for being appointed again be head of the federal reserve and joe biden had to appoint him now i can't say they made a deal but all this was going on his appointment was going on and and, and there was a little bit of inflation so oh it's transitory this this inflation is coming up oh it's transitory and we heard janet yellen saying oh it's transitory but now we know it wasn't and i think jay powell knew it wasn't but he had to be reappointed he wanted to be reappointed to be head of the federal reserve and joe biden had this big spending bill the democrats wanted all that spending bill they even had an infrastructure bill that they they encouraged Republicans to help. Mitch McConnell, uh, a lot of other Republicans jumped in on the infrastructure bill that had so much woke stuff in it. But the Republicans jumped in on that too. And somebody had to buy, buy these uh, low-interest bonds to, for the government so the Federal Reserve wouldn't really have to buy them all. They were going to do it. They're going to print. You know, they're going to print the money. But that was the beginning of why we've had this problem with the bank failures. The question is, how many other banks, and what will happen? What will happen as these interest rates are going up? The bonds they bought have become money. Instead of making a little bit of money, they're losing money now. They have unrealized losses and if there's a bank run and people want their money out they're supposed to sell those bonds but they have to sell them cheaper than what they're they're really worth i mean they get less money from what they paid for them and that's why we have banks going bankrupt and how many more are out there and we've had a government saying hey we'll you know it doesn't matter we'll 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 buy these bonds back federal reserve buying the bonds back at a loss helping these banks out uh well we're going to discuss that i tell you i'm trying to make this very easy to understand in a complex very complex and what i'm saying is no way we can get all the complexities but you got to understand where it began and that's what i just went over with you but let me remind you you listen to doc holiday's rock splitting politics you listen to us right here on webtalkradio.net i'm your host ed holiday and um, for those who don't know, I'm a dentist, and that's why I get called Doc Holiday sometime. And I just told you earlier, we'll, we'll have a, a book signing at Reed's Bookstore, downtown Tupelo. And and uh, that's on Thursday, March 30th, high noon, with Doc Holiday. And if you can't come to Tupelo, we've got people listening to us, I know, around the country and even around the world. So like I said, you can go to hatchybooks.com. we got a Facebook page hatchy books uh, you can go there 
And uh, you can order online. We ship out within the United States. If you're outside of the United States, we'd love for you to have the book. I think it's a great read. If you're going on an airplane, if, you, if you're flying somewhere, <laughs> it's a great airline-type book to read. It's a great book to read when you just want something exciting. It's, a, it's got history in it, action, adventure, and it is the beginning of a series that uh, the second book hopefully will be coming out this fall. Fast, furiously working on <laughs> uh, get that ready for the editors even as I speak. But uh, hatchybooks.com, go there, check out my novel. And uh, I hope, hope you'll do that. Tell your friends and neighbors, share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram, get the word out, and we appreciate all the help you can give us. Now, let me play this little clip from Janet Yellen. Take a listen. Now to the health of the banking system. Wall Street is finally starting to stabilize with stocks up again today, building off yesterday's rally. Regional banks are surging today, led by First Republic shares of the struggling bank are up about 40% after losing nearly half of its value during trading yesterday. Well, remarks from Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen really helped those bank stocks today after she defended the decisive and forceful actions by regulators to prevent more banks from failing and pledging more help if needed in the future. Treasury is committed to ensuring the ongoing health and competitiveness of our vibrant community and regional banking institutions. A safe and sound banking system is integral to the health of the American economy. And we are squarely focused on doing our job. And you should rest assured that we will remain vigilant. So how safe is our money? That's where we bring in our business correspondent, Alexis Christophorus, to try and break it all down. So what stuck out to you from Yellen's remarks? Well, I think, uh, you know, Kira, her remarks are the clearest signal yet that the government is standing by, ready to intervene and backstop more deposits if another bank were to fail. I also found it to be very reassuring that she said things appear to be stabilizing now. We're seeing deposit withdrawals from regional banks slowing, in some cases even reversing since the federal government staged its intervention last week. Of course, that's when uh, federal regulators use their emergency powers to guarantee uninsured deposits that now collapsed Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. And they also set up at that time a new Federal Reserve lending program uh, to allow banks to meet withdrawal request, requests. And of course, all of this, Kira, is in an effort to try and shore up confidence in the banking system. Okay, that was uh, from ABC News. No conservative outlet by any means. And you got to hear Janet Yellen. Did she reassure you? <laughs> I know one thing about Janet Yellen. She was part of the Obama administration, uh, and she was head of the Federal Reserve, and she is about as liberal as any liberal person you can see. She is woke city, as far as I'm concerned. I can't believe a lot of what she says. She's the one that told us, you know, the uh, inflation was just transitory. Inflation is transitory. She said it over and over again. We've talked about it last year on the show, and several shows talked about it. So I, I have no confidence in Janet Yellen. We need confidence in our banking system. But the whole thing is, as I was trying to show you the one, two, three, ABC, it's easy to see where the banking system was enticed by our Federal Reserve, our government, to 
buy cheap bonds when it's low interest rate bonds because they could get money from the Federal Reserve at zero percent interest basically. And once they had bought these bonds, which was pushed, now those bonds, if they if there's a bank run and they have to sell these bonds to for depositors to get their money, they're selling the bonds at a loss. They're going to make a little money, they thought, when they bought them. They did for a little while, but now the interest rates have shot up to basically 5%. Nobody wants those bonds, and and they're, they're not worthless. They're worth something, but it's not near as much as what they paid for them. So now what is happening is the Federal Reserve says, if telling banks, if you got these bonds that you're losing money on, and it's, uh, that we'll buy them back. Well, <laughs> oh, we're not using taxpayer money. Joe Biden said, oh, we're not using taxpayer money when they decided they, you, if you had $10 million, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll just give you all your money back out of the failed banks, Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank. Oh, they'll give you all your money back. FDIC is insured for $250,000. So where's that money coming from? to give the $10 million depositor back. And if they're smart enough to make $10 million, why weren't they smart enough to spread their money out some and not just stick it in one bank? Well, well, I guess it's good to have friends and probably campaign contributions to say, hey, because it was it was incredible. When when the bank went under, there were billionaires, millionaires crying out, oh, we're, everything's going to fall down if we don't get, every, if, if we don't, Make sure every depositor gets every dollar back. <laughs> I wonder how many of them were depositors to those banks that failed. But this is what you need to know. The dangerous part is if the Federal Reserve is having to buy back a bunch and billions of dollars uh, in, in those uh, low-interest bonds, what happens to the American dollar? It gets less and less valuable. This is all going back. What I want to, what we go to one, two, three, talking about first base, second base, third base. Somebody want to try to hit a grand slam home run and went way, way over the risk tolerance. Uh, I mean, the risk just trapped these banks. And a lot of more banks may be in trouble because of this. And they were encouraged by the Federal Reserve. But what you need to understand is this, that the entire foundation of our economy could crumble. And that's, that's why you see them guaranteeing depositors and they won't keep confidence up because they know we're walking on an eggshell. Our economy is on an eggshell and we got people like Joe Biden and Janet Yellen making decisions. I don't know if they can walk on those eggshells without cracking them and breaking them. Jay Powell, he, the people say he's between a rock and a hard place. The reason he's there is because he failed to raise interest rates when the inflation started coming up because he said it's transitory because they had, why? Why didn't he go ahead? Because they had to pass Joe Biden's spectacular, unbelievable trillions of dollars on top of what had already been put out by the Congress and trillions of dollars during COVID. But Jay Powell kept his mouth shut because he 
knew he couldn't talk about raising interest rates when this government wanted to borrow trillions of more dollars to give to their woke crowd. And that's why Jay Powell kept his mouth shut. He did not raise interest rates when the inflation started going. He called it transitory. He fell right in line with the administration of Janet Yellen of the Treasury, or United States Treasury at the time, saying, and she still is, and she was saying it's transitory. That was repeated on all the television stations, that the mainstream media, transitory, transitory, transitory inflation. And every one of those who have a brain that's running things knew good and well they were lying, and it was to get Joe Biden's trillions of dollars through Congress without people wondering, oh, should we really be doing this? Should we be spending this money? What did it cause? More inflation. And now we got this banking crisis we got the Federal Reserve and and our entire government walking on eggshells saying maybe we won't crack the eggs if we walk softly. Good luck. What does it mean for us? Well, the middle class always pays the price. And our dollars, the American dollar will buy less and less. And that's what inflation really is. But you go to the supermarket, you go buy groceries, you look at how much food's in those big boxes. It's shrinking, isn't it? We're not getting as much food. The dollar's not going as far. And it's because of the policies of these people who are in charge, have been in charge for three years now. And I hope, because my life, my retirement, my children are caught up in this economy i do not want to see this economy crumble and fall and i don't want to see a stock market crash but these eggshells that we are now walking on are because of what joe biden and the democrats working in hand in hand with the federal reserve who failed to do their duty when inflation started to rise they were supposed to raise interest rates to calm it down but they for whatever reason, were they told, were they warned, were they said, oh, you can get uh, the Federal Reserve Chairmanship if you do these things? I don't know. Supposedly, they're not supposed to ask things like that. But I do know J-PAL failed, and the Federal Reserve failed when they knew inflation was going up. And the reason why was because that was the year Joe Biden and the Democrats had to get trillions of dollars of spending pushed through Congress without anybody saying, oh, can we really do this? Should we do this with inflation going up? We were fed a bill of goods that that was a big stinking lie. And now, uh, what's the future hold? I pray for the best, but you better prepare for an economic storm that may hit those eggshells start cracking. Somebody may trip and fall and make a whole mess. You think Joe Biden can stand up and be a leader in this time of crisis? Well, just remember, he got Janet Yellen and helping him out. Does that make you feel any more secure? All right. I wish I had better news. The good news is, the good news is, we still have the United States Constitution. We have voters, and there's a lot of voters. We need to what's worked in the past and what's not worked things are changing people need to believe 
in what the Constitution says and stop voting for what the mainstream media is pushing, somebody's going to realize they've been lying, lying, and lying again. And it's time to wake up, America. I hope we don't have an economic crisis. But hope for the best, prepare for the worst, let's move forward. God bless you. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.